Welcome to the well and happy Thanksgiving. Happy this Thanksgiving. Is, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. This is the place where we talk about life, death, everything in between, including Thanksgiving. My name is Pastor Carrie, and my favorite holiday rom com is the best rom com there is, Love Actually. My favorite Thanksgiving food is cranberries, not from the can. My favorite Thanksgiving dessert is pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Nice. So um, I uh, was reading the newspaper today and I found out that uh, a group of turkeys were playing uh, soccer and they were all arrested. The police suspected foul play. (sighs) I think there's someone else that will save us from this moment. I think there might be. Let's say hi to our... Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Mel. Mel's wearing his name tag in case you have people over for Thanksgiving watching with you. They don't know who he is. He's Mel. Thank you, Mel. Mel lives under the well, uh, underneath the water of the well, and where we gather. And he has been living there for a long time and hearing people meet at the well and talk about all kinds of different topics. He's written those topics down just in case anyone ever stops by who would like to talk about something interesting. And he's going to share a couple of those with us today. Sound good, Mel? All right, here we go. Down into the well. All righty. And here's coming back up and shake it out there, Mel. Okay. Perfect. Almost got caught in his teeth. Thank you, Mel. Thanks, Mel. All right. So our first... Okay. So our first question is, if you knew you only had six months to live, how would you spend your time? And in theory, this is yours first. Okay. Wow, yeah. Set that in the middle for us. I feel like I would... You spend my time very purposely living in the present moment. Each of those moments. It's really easy to get distracted with the past and with the future and with regrets and with plans. And um, possibly that kind of thing could really help me to focus on each and every moment and what is contained in those moments. Um, and whatever, however I choose to spend them, um, I would, I would hopefully be motivated to practice real presence in the moment. I guess I would, um, spend a lot of time just getting to know people, just chatting with people, because that's one of my favorite things is, you know, just talking with folks and, and, and also the people I know the best, like my family, you know, just getting to know them better and chatting with them. And I think I'd play a lot more. Um, and I, I know I'd be, I, I just love helping people out, so I'd probably be, Betty would have to watch the bank account because they'd probably bankrupt us. <laughs> I'd like start giving, getting rid of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sits a little too close to home for me. Um, We're recording this on the anniversary of one of my closest friends and mentors um, that that passed away from cancer. Um, And uh, he's a namesake for my daughter. So, um, but I learned a lot from him. Um, He knew he had 
a year plus to live, but I don't think in those moments when you hear that it matters what the time is. <laughs> At least what I learned from him. Um, but uh, um, he he chose to just live every day that he had. Um, and of course, you know, we're human. He worried about what was going to happen, but he also, um, you know, didn't know what the number of the days were. So he was going to live every one. And um, it makes me think of... Uh, a quote attributed to Martin Luther, um, and I'm not going to quote it exactly right, but uh, the idea of if I knew that I wasn't going to be here tomorrow, I would still plant a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think for me, my my hope, my wish is that if I was ever in a situation that I would I would treat each day that way. Um, what am I doing for the better of tomorrow? Um, and not just, not the better for myself, but the better for tomorrow in return, like it brings me joy. So I'm living fully into that day in that moment too. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah, just, I, I would hope that I wouldn't just worry about when I'm going to die, but I'd actually live. And for me, I'll be honest that like a very like exact thing is I would book a trip somewhere and just hike like maybe that means I don't know what it would be we're not told what you're given six months from right, right. but if it meant allowed me to take three steps on that hike I would still take those three steps like I um if it allowed me to take the whole mileage I would do it um I that would be a concrete answer for me I would go take in some form of beauty somewhere and have those I love me around me when I do it so, oh, yeah so true it, it it reminds me too Jay of one of our all three of us, one of our favorite people, um, uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, that when he visited people who were very ill and close to death and those kinds of things, he always asked them to pray for him because he felt that um, that was the place where you could be closest to God. Mm. The, the closer you are to eternity, right, in, in those moments, the closer you are to knowing what's really important, right, and, yeah. and, and sort of the truth of things. Um, so yeah. It it reminds me, I had the opportunity when I went to Minnesota to be a chaplain at the local hospital. And those were some of the most holy moments of my life. Um, doesn't mean they weren't sad. Like it didn't get rid of, you know, the, the human realities, but they were also easily some of the most holy moments. I I Um, often say every time I have to go to hospice, I go there with fear in my heart. And every time I come home from hospice, I come home just floating on joy. Sure, it was a sad and difficult thing, but just to be in that holy moment with a family is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting um, app topic for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? Yeah, interesting. Yes. All right, we're ready for, well, yeah. I'm giving another try, Mel? All think- right. Right before that, I think for those that are listening, that if you're listening to this around Thanksgiving and the holidays, um, I just want to give a a warning that we all understand that you might be gathering for the first time without somebody you love as we talk about this topic and that um, our our care and support um, through the through the waves of this uh, go with you as well because um, yeah those moments aren't light and and we don't take them lightly either um, Mm -hmm. as as you gather around the holidays. Yeah, holidays bring their own thing to everyone. Yeah, 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 and it's different. It's very true. Thank you. All right, here we go, Mel. Okay, 
Having some trouble. I was trying to grab a couple. I don't know if we're ready for (laughs) Uh that. (laughs) I don't think so either. All right, here he comes. Looks like he's only got one in there. All right, perfect. Thank you. Okay, a little bit longer of one. Let's see. Interesting, interesting. How would you define a miracle? Have you ever experienced one? Does your typical response to a miracle story today differ from your response to biblical accounts? Why or why not? All right, one, one more time. How would you define a miracle? Have you ever experienced one? Does your typical response to a miracle story today differ from your response to biblical accounts? Why or why not? Fascinating <laughs> order, of, order, of, order of topics there. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the question or if it's the order of them that's getting me more. Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would define yeah. a miracle as God's action in the world that, in a way, adjusts what we think is going to happen. I'm really struggling with how to define a miracle. Um, I, I would say a miracle is the fact that we have doctors that can do the healing they can do. And, and that, yeah, there might be some other fantastic ones that people experience, but just what we're able to do as a society to um, be with those who are in need. Have I ever experienced one? Yes, a couple of times, um, a number of times, actually. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I don't, you know, there are some are very personal and, um, the typical response to a miracle story today, and often my response, is doubt mm-hmm. that something like that really happened. Right. And and when you experience something incredible that you can't explain, um, well, I'm going to go live with this. I very rarely tell this story, but it um, when I was working for the insurance company, it was um, February, and I was thinking about do I handed my resignation in March. Um, and um, I'm driving between Norfolk, Nebraska, and um, um, Fremont, Nebraska. And the road there is just flat and straight. And I see a little old lady who um, has a flat tire. So I stop. And we chit-chat and everything, because I, I can't encounter someone without chit-chatting with them. <laughs> And I uh, changed her tire, and as I'm walking back to my car, he goes, you're making the right decision, Tim. And I get in my car, and I start driving down the road. And all of a sudden, I went, first of all, I never told her my name. Secondly, I didn't tell her what I was thinking about, about mm-hmm. seminary. Oh my goodness. So I turn around and go back, and she's not there. Oh, my gosh. Now, <laughs> sorry, I banged my hand. Now, um... <laughs> I have no explanation for it. It's really weird. It creeps me out. Mm. Maybe she found a side road she could go on. I don't know. But uh, it wasn't a minute or two later that I turned around and she was gone. So maybe she had a lead foot. Maybe, as Paul says, we encounter angels without even knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to say, when I hear other people's, my mind telling a story like I just told, my mind goes to, really? Mm. And that's why I'm so uncomfortable telling it that I... I experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I even used it in my interview um, to seminary, and, and they didn't say I was crazy. So, <laughs> But, yeah, um, 
And I think often miracles are personal. Uh, I like how in Mark, Jesus always tells him not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because it was a relationship with God and that person. And that's kind of for me why I don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, I think um, for me, defining a miracle, um, the I'll open this up for discussion if it needs to have it because um, I'm a verbal processor. But in my mind, I, the phrase that keeps repeating is um, where the divine meets humanity. Perfect. That's what I was trying to say. Um, and, and so I think, um, you know, where, where, where you're going, where you say, like, in a lot of cases, that can be really personal, right? Um, and so I want to be like, well, was, was that a miracle? Or like, come on, like, <laughs> did someone like, I don't know is someone tripping on something or like, is that a miracle? Right. But like at the same time, like, um, I can't, how I experience a divine is going to be different than how you pass care, you pastor him experience it. And that's what makes us unique and wonderful in who we are. So, um, I think, uh, for me, I, I would say looking back, I've experienced miracles. I'm not one in the moment to be like, Oh, that was a miracle. Um, but, when I when a Pastor Carey read this question, said, "Have you experienced one?" Immediately, my mind said yes to um, my first child and my second child, yeah. um, and uh, both of those moments of holding um, each one of my kids for the first time. Um, I I believe I've shared on this podcast before, but we met them both through adoption from um, quite a quite a traumatic journey to get to that point, and um, so holding each one of our children for the first time um, was, was I, I mean, I truly believe it was divine and humanity mixing in that moment of like, um, yeah, the moment that I don't, I don't take lightly either. Um, and so I'm sure there's other moments in my life too, but um, I think with the um, response to differ today to the uh, biblical accounts, um, I always, hmm, I always struggle, and this is this is personal. I'm being vulnerable. This I just struggle with. Sometimes I feel like we can almost try to like reenact or live up to those those biblical accounts because we hold them in such high regard, right? And um, then we have to, um, I don't know. Just I, I struggle with like if you turn on the TV or you go on the internet and you see um, like you know big produce videos of pastors calling people up and they couldn't walk and now they can and things like that. And I, I just feel like that, that can take away from the miracle of um, somebody listening to a call to rest in their bones heal. Like it's still a miracle of God's creation that that bone even heals and doesn't just stay broken. Um, and so um, I, I guess I have a complicated relationship with miracles um, it's, it's not you, it's me. It's complicated. Right. But, um, but I, I also, um, I, if I'm going to define it as divine meeting, meeting humanity, then yes, I believe it's real. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, the words that sort of popped into my head were where human cynicism meets God's all encompassing love. Um, and quote the past. Oh, <laughs> I'll put I that in a book. <laughs> I, I had more time to think about it than you guys did. Um, 
And and I absolutely agree with you. It's it's all about relationships as well. And yes, I I also feel that I've experienced some things that for humans is impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel Amen. like, uh, and if we as we come up to Advent, it, it it's my favorite thing to say. Right, is expect the unexpected, expect miracles, because if you don't look for them, if you don't expect them, you won't see them, even when they're right under your nose. So that's kind of yeah, yeah. I feel about that. All right. Wow. Some interesting themes today. What do we think? Yeah. Well, want to give her another try? Okay. Here we go. Am I going to go deeper in the well? Arm was we'll all twisted out. up. Okay. Here that we go. Yeah, I know. It was. All right. Here we go. We got a good one, Mel. Right, and there we go. Oh, a short one. Oh, those scare me. I know. <clears throat> I think this is an easy one. Okay. So I'm going to get stumped. <laughs> is there a difference between the word, capital W, of God, and the words, lowercase w, of Scripture? Yes. Pastor K. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, so so to answer, um, yes, there, there there is a difference, um, and uh, I am deep into this topic in my <laughs> seminary classes right now. Um, so I'm going to attempt to actually not answer too much because I that's exactly what I'm working on in class. Um, so I could go too much, but. Um, yeah, the the capital W word of God um, is one of the biggest references to it would be in John 1, um, that uh, Christ coming to us, that Christ um, always was, always is, and always will be. Um, and the words of God are, are the words, um, you know, we point to Scripture as words of God, but words that point to who God is, but ultimately Christ is a revelation of who God is, big W word. Um I'm going to be succinct. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I also will say yes. <laughs> uh, and I will say that um, I'll get into just a little bit of the language. Um, so when the writers who wrote the New Testament were looking for the word in Greek um, to represent the universal Christ, right? the, um, the ever-present, not created begotten of God. Um, one of the things that was available to them in, in Hebrew was uh, the spirit of God or the, in Greek would be the pneuma um, of God. Uh, that would have been the most literal translation for them, but they did not use that one because that is a feminine word and we can't use a feminine word to um, talk about the son of God, which mm-hmm. was what they were trying to write about. So they chose logos, which is a translated word. Um, but I think just in that story, uh, we find that there's so much more involved in that, yeah. right? And who that who that is, and what that is, and um, we get really caught up in the words little w of scripture, uh, which are just words, uh, and they yes. are not God, and they sometimes can be idols. Uh, so I think there's a really important task to keep those, that big W and those, that little W in perspective. Yeah. I, quick comment. And what I, when you were saying that, Pastor Gary, first of all, thank you. That, that the big W is always the lens in which we use for the little W, I think yeah. is important 
distinction <clears throat> that we may not always make. Good call. My mind goes right to when I heard that question. Um, one of the theologies I base on it's um, um, a creation theology that, you know, it's bringing Christianity in through the Old Testament. Um, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and the wind or spirit mm-hmm. of God moved over the deep, and then God speaks. And it's that speaking that creates. And so then John takes that and says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things came into being through him. Mm-hmm. In other words, all three parts of the Trinity are actively working in the creation process. And it's a, a continual creation process. That's the capital W word, mm-hmm. Jesus, part of the Trinity, um, part of who we worship. The lowercase w is the inspired word of God where God works through authors, allowing them to hold their their own um, worldview and all of that as they write. So they write where somebody might read and say, oh, the world's only 4,000, 6,000, or however many thousand years old. Wrong. That was their understanding. They write and say, oh, this Joshua, the sun was held in the sky, so the sun must revolve around the earth. No. Right. That was his understanding of the world. Right. And we go through all of this, all the different ways that people viewed the world, their, their prejudice, their view of how women are to be treated. And God often stands against some of those prejudices in the Bible, like Jesus calling women, like the first Easter sermon being preached by Mary. Mm-hmm. All of that is kind of God saying, well, let's do a little correction here. But when we view the lowercase w word as God, as God's self, mm-hmm. then we start taking that stuff literally and we start running into a problem. Yeah. And, you know, for those of you who think there are no mistakes in the Bible, Jesus says things like, um, I can't think of it now, um, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. You'll, you'll, you'll know it by, I can't remember how. Yeah, the false prophets, you know them by their fruits. Yeah, yeah. they're sheep yeah. in wolves' clothing. You'll know them by their fruits. fruits. Sheep don't give fruit, or the fruit that sheep give, I don't want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mixed metaphor, and my third-grade English teacher would have said that's wrong. <laughs> right? So when we get to the lowercase w, it's the inspired word of God, and I like what Luther says, that the Bible is the cradle of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Amen. It's not Christ. And I'm not discounting it. I'm holding it where it literally belongs. It points to, but is not the capital W word. Yeah. Is that agreed? Yep. Okay. Agreed. There. Good one. Yeah, good good place to good place to talk about food, I think. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> it's um, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Oh, like hands right. down my favorite holiday. Um so I have I have today's dish. I, and and for all all of our listeners, um, we're gonna do a little bit something different for these last three episodes of the season. Yes, this is the final uh, final three. We're going into the final three episodes of season one of the Well. Let's go. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a break during January, and we're gonna pick back up again in February. I so, love that. So we have uh, <laughs> we have a we have a we'll have we'll have this episode and then two more episodes before our break. Um. So I think that's that's all those specifics, but I want to uh, we're we're doing a little bit 
something different with the food. We're not taking this out of cookbooks since it's the holiday season. We're doing just some of our favorite holiday foods. Holiday recipes. Holiday recipes. And so y'all are my guinea pigs today because Ooh, happy uh, my, to do it. My, my family were doing, um, I'm hosting brunch at my, at my place for, for Thanksgiving so that my, my brother and his wife can do Thanksgiving with, with her family in the evening. So we are trying out stuffing biscuits and gravy. Heck yeah. I am here for it. Uh-huh. You know, no this is kind of like Thanksgiving where somebody wants to just keep talking and talking and they don't bring the food. <laughs> well, 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 give me a second here because I'm, I, I want to serve this all up to you. But while I do, I'm, I'm going to pitch a question to you all because it's Thanksgiving, my yeah. favorite holiday. Oh. Uh, I want to ask you all, what are you thankful for this year? I'll, I'll kick it over to you and I'm going to serve some food. Awesome. Um, I, uh, oh man. I'm just in general, just really thankful right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, I'm thankful, uh, for, uh, that our family continues to, um, be able to, uh, be together and, um, hold, hold the spaces that we hold together. Um, and, uh, I am also, um, very thankful for, uh, to work with and alongside, um, supportive uh colleagues and um that also are colleagues and mentors so um yeah it's a big one and then uh just opportunities i've had to be able to um to be able to explore where where yeah where my where i get to use my gifts in the world um i feel like i've had a year of exploring that through many different experiences some painful and i'm thankful for them now and some some uh joyful the whole time so that's me. Nice. I, Thank you. I think I'm. I continue to be grateful for, for the, uh, just to work off I, even our last question, um, the amazingly unexpected things that the Holy Spirit is doing, uh, in and around, um, where I live, where I work, uh, and um, the ability to keep expecting good even when the odds are against us <laughs> mm. i don't know how else to say that um i don't know if, if i can say that we are recording this on election day but we are <laughs> yeah and um i i yeah that i guess that that's all i have to say about that can i can i just say that i'm thankful that you were willing to say that i'm adding that to my list I'm um, thankful for my family and um, all that that entails. I'm thankful for St. Luke's, uh, my colleagues, my, the staff I work with, and all, all the members that I encounter. Um, and what was running through my mind before Pastor Kerry spoke was also I'm thankful that we have the ability to vote and to do that, but I'm, I'm fearful that that might be being challenged, and um, I worry, I, I deeply worry about that, um, because I, I can't understand why you would make it harder for people to do that, but I'm getting political. So I mean, I guess now. we understand it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We just don't think it's right, right? Uh, okay, and now we're yeah, and I think <laughs> well in. No, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I'm thankful for my family, my dogs, and my cat, and that I can already have my Christmas tree lights up, and nobody will take me to jail. <laughs> 
Um, and I'm also very grateful for my colleagues. Thank you all. And um extremely grateful for this um, delicious oh, oh my. biscuit I'm and gravy. So thankful for this. Oh and I need gosh. to add that I'm also thankful that Doug is most certainly going to stay in his position at St. Luke's and not become a professional like baker or chef <laughs> because he could. Did this you, are amazing. these from scratch? I mean, they're so yes. flaky. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. I wasn't saying that to pressure you to like stay with us. Oh. I'm just saying like you could open a restaurant with this recipe alone. This is incredible. <laughs> Doug, you, what are you thankful for? I'm, I'm thinking like you have an egg on top. Like, oh. right? So, oh, no, we'll uh, am, I, am I on? I'm on. You're on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I was up at five this morning making these, um, and Megan Megan uh, uh, Megan uh, saw me putting this together as my breakfast. Also, I ate this for breakfast, <laughs> and she told me I needed to put an egg on it, and I was late for a meeting, so I didn't, and I just <gasps> ate it as is. But that yes, would, right? I mean, that would make it a ninety-five. Got... Okay, so I forgot. Is it one to a five? scale is five. Is five. Okay, I mean five, and if I could give it more, I would. I'm a six. It's delicious. I'm, I'm breaking the scale. I'm breaking the scale, and if it had an <laughs> egg on it, it would be a hundred. I mean, this is one of the best things I've ever eaten. Seriously, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not overplaying this. Thanksgiving. This is not just me exaggerating. It has <laughs> oh. enough spice in it. And, I love and, the spiciness. And, oh, I, oh mm. man, it's just. Oh, it's that was kind of a last minute addition. I was. I like I'm ready to the just gravy needed some red pepper flake and yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to just put Perfect. my mic off to the side and just go to town. Right. I don't care if the camera's on. Um, um, Doug, what are you thankful for though? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for you all. Um, I'm thankful for the ability to to do something to to suggest something as ridiculous as a podcast, and you all jumped on it like all, both feet in like let's go and um. <laughs> I yeah I'm I'm thankful for for my my uh, my job here at St. Luke's and the wonderful people I can interact with each day. Now, awesome. as the senior pastor, I understand why we're taking off the month of January. I get that completely. <laughs> but I love doing this so much mm, that I'm fun. going to miss our time together doing this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And same. I'm going to miss food like this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is do you, somebody want to give a God moment so we can wrap and finish Let's up do it. all these biscuits? <laughs> these mm-hmm. biscuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad it's not my turn. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep you. I'm finding God um, in this biscuit talk, right now. Talk amongst yourself for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I, okay, I'm sorry. God entered this moment. Yeah, so I mean, God comes to us I, I, in created means, right? I'm this sorry. Just as I took a huge means. bite, he said, okay, time for a God moment. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Preach, um, Pastor. This actually made into my sermon on Sunday, but last Saturday, Betty and I were in a discussion about life and the world and family and all this. And, and um, she mentioned, we somehow got talking about my dad, and she said one of, the, one of the best aspects that you have of your father is your generous heart and that your dad had a generous heart. And it's a God moment because I write my sermons ahead of time, and I already had that in thinking about how I was going to put in a sermon. I don't think it made it into the podcast one, into the um recorded one, but it made it on Sunday um, because of the timing. Um, it was the day before that. Um, and it's funny that I was thinking the same thing about how my dad shared with me a generous heart and here Betty's talking about the day before he preached it. And that's um, really 
made me assure myself to put it in there because sometimes I worry about glamorizing family members and myself. Mm. Nice. So, but yeah, that was it for me. Just, you know, God, in a way, God speaking through Betty, um, just as God spoke through my dad to me. So that's you. Oh, that's me again. (laughs) (laughs) All all this stuff I have to do. Well, thank you for journeying to the well with us. May God's peace be with you and have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. (laughs) The Well is a podcast of St. Luke's ELCA in Middleton, Wisconsin. You can follow for new episodes airing every other Thursday on St. Luke's website or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to drop a question in the well, you can dive over to stlcaorg slash the well to submit your questions there. The well is sponsored by St. Luke's Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to leaving a legacy for future generations. You can learn more at stlcaorg slash foundation. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet you next time here at the well.